Please switch to disc two. Checking disc. So oh, naming no motifs. Specific connection. <laughs> anyway, it's specific connections. Yes. <laughs> All right. So um, the next one is basically we're going we're going to uh, subcategories of specific connections that happen. So a bit more specific to certain places. We're going to start with the category of characters. So the first one we wrote was the naming motif of um, the Van Damme, or like kind of the Sid effect of the Xenos series. So Vandercom, Vander... I, I cannot Vandercom. pronounce half of these. Vandercom, Vanger. <laughs> so Vandercom, Vandercom, Vanger, Vandam, and Vandam. I'm sorry, it's just... Like, do you, do you know that, like, English is not my first language, so most of the time when I read names like this, like, my French French brain kind of comes into it, and then I'm like, how do I pronounce this in French or in English or both? English. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is something that appears, like, we often have the sort of sin of the Xenal series <laughs> reappearing, so... Yeah, multiple those. I mean, that's basically the next few entries. Yeah. yeah. Like that and Maria Balthazar is also uh, like my mm, magus. Yeah. Who she's clearly a reference. Th- that was to. a big wink to Xero Virus from Zero Saga Tree. My my Magus, I would argue, uh, is a bit more direct than the Vandercom Vandoms. Yeah. Yeah, those are less direct. Those those are more like, oh, we're bringing back this uh funny character around type thing and then and then after it was like it's pretty much a, a character archetype of like someone being like oh you Margaret's blah, 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 type thing it's, so, very it's, it's, it's the except for Xenoblade uh, 2's bandom he kind of breaks a lot of that yeah, yeah, he's the only one that breaks it, but has a similar name. He still leads a yeah. He still leads a. He calls you a slacker, but so, then he I gets mean, you a juice box. He's a lot yeah. about He's the it, sweetest yeah. of all of them. <laughs> he's okay. Uh, okay, maybe not the sweetest. He is. He is probably the dadliest. Yeah, but I, guess. I would say that Vandom and Xenoblade X is mm-hmm. actually pretty dadly yeah, as well. For he sure. also calls you a slacker, but he gives you a juice box and a box lunch. He does give no, you a tea <laughs> and a box lunch. <laughs> yes. Alright, uh, the next one on the list is uh, HB and ACOS. ACOS, yeah. ACOS. I'm always like, confused with the pronunciation, yeah, right. I'm sorry. It's not <laughs> all right. uh, ACOS is just HB with a different belief. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's I, it. I believe they That's were both designed we'll by uh, Soraya Saga. Hideo Kojima. <laughs> it's just key. Right. Hideo Kojima. Did I cut uh, they just took a picture of him and said, "Oh, <laughs> yep, this is design." But, um, but I know that uh, Soraya Saga likes drawing both of them. Yes. Yeah. Fair I thought HB looked like Bayonetta. I thought HB stood for he's Bayonetta. That I, is I also mean, true. Uh, Akos like is Bayonetta. also Bayonetta. Uh, Akos stands yeah, for they're, they're ah, both Bayonetta that... again. <laughs> They're both really extra. That's and correct. And that's what makes them harder here. Now no, make fan art. That's actually the reason. No, make fan art I remember I watched, I watched the anime, uh, Haven't You Heard? I'm Sakamoto. And yeah. I always <laughs> pictured... Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I, always, I always pictured that's HB him. as the father and then Bayonetta as the mother. <laughs> oh my god, yes. you're right. So the reason they can't put him in Smash Brothers is because there's already Bayonetta and Joker, so... 
you got it covered. It's like, wait, you want me to put in another one? <laughs> All right. Um, next one is uh, Abel and Ellie, or Abel and Ellie yeah, fan. Or, or well, no, I Ab- think Abel, that was a ta- Abel, typo yeah, to Abel. You want to Abel and Nephilim? <laughs> I mean, there is like, Abel and Nephilim. Yeah, there is yeah, Abel, Abel and Ellie. Yeah, for more sure. Accurate. There is an Abel in Zenogears. The, the, the Abel and Ellie yeah, is true. actually the reference you're going for more yeah. properly than yeah. yep. Oh, okay. Uh, because um, 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 people get a little confused. They, they kind of assume, oh, they're trying to remake Faye and Ellie with Abel and Nephilim. Nephilim and it's, that's not really why they were made. Um, it was more just a... Well, aside from being a, you know, it's a reference, sure, but they could have, didn't have to make them look like that. But it's more of a reference to how, uh, uh, in that, Xenogears has a, um, I always struggle to find the words to, to word this eloquently enough so that nobody can take it out of context and try to Good say something goddamn else. luck. Whew, it's tough. It's, look, Listen. So Xenogears has Abel uh, in, a, in a time period that's basically... Um, uh, it takes place after a certain time amount, of, uh, amount after Earth that Xenosaga is basically the same as, and um, they both have their version of Abel. But what they ended up doing was that they complete instead of wanting to just do Abel again, even though he still has the same name, they completely reconceptualized like the character. He's like he's not even the same character. Um, that version of Abel is very different from what they did in Xenogears, and they were not going for the same thing at all. Um, yeah. They just um, look. They just look very similar in character to design. They are completely a, there, different characters. Nephilim as well too. There's a few yeah. things that are, that you could say are actually pretty similar. But Abel in Xenogears was made for the Fae story. Abel in Xenosaga is not made for something. Yeah. Like that. No, but it's more like I think the reference goes more into saying that it was still kind of a wig because they look pretty much the same ish. A bit different, but kind of very similar. They even kept the idea... Well, this never happened in Xenogears, but they even, like, you know, there's a push it further. They even had Nephilim become, like, an adult. Or at least, like, an adult form. Mm -hmm. At the end, just to create, like, that visual of her with, like, a a young Abel. Um, Mm. uh, Nephilim was also a pretty reconceptualized character. uh, Mostly because of... uh, I can't even say most, actually. Like, because they're both... uh, like, Ellie's origin is, is, at least in my opinion, it's really fucking weird. And Nephilim is, uh, at first appears as, like, this supernatural thing. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you have no idea what's going on when you first play the game. But then it then they added the thing where she was actually just, like, a regular human at some point on, you know, in a completely different era. And that is where they, that's where the, um, that's where a lot of differences come in. It's a very uh, different situation. But they're still, at the end of the day, they're still incredibly obvious references. And they actually had to, um, when they were making Xenosaga, they actually had to, uh, like, they were, they they always try to stay in contact with, with their older, with these other companies. And they were like, hey, they were like, if we make these characters look like this, is that okay, Square? And Square, at, at least at the time, didn't give a shit. So they were like, yeah, whatever, you the fuck you want. Like, so... <laughs> Yeah, that that's why um, they were able to explicitly make them look like that. If that wasn't a thing, it wouldn't have really been a big deal. But you know, they they decided to go with that in the end. There's also a weird thing I've never actually been able to confirm this, 
There's a room, I, I guess, rumor in quotes that if you look at Abel's model in Xenosaga 3, mm-hmm. uh, he has like his name on the thing, but it's very low texture. Mm-hmm. It says Abel, but there's another name after, and some people think it says Wong. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Which Interesting. would be a. It would probably be kept blurry just because it's like, that's like too unsubtle. Yeah. Like that's like too much of a nod. So they maybe that's why they were never made it clear at all. It's just like, eh, it kind of looks like Wong, but not really because it's so, it looks so shitty. <laughs> I will get those files <laughs> one day and I will look at those textures and find out. I don't think you'd be able to. Like, I have the source code and I still can't tell what it is. Damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So, like, I I feel like if I feel like if those models did not look the same as the predecessors there, they probably would not be connected. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for the like, most part, no, most people wouldn't think of it. You could you could, you could think of a few things still, but it's still they still they did want to like allude to Abel and Ellie and Xenia. They still wanted that to be like, uh, you know, they wanted that to feel like because Xenosaga's version of that from that specific like part of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But it wasn't. That was like always something I wanted to do, which is why they they use those designs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Takashi also said something like, uh, you know, it, he wants. It was like a quote where it's like, oh, it's like sometimes it's like when you see an actor from another movie, like how Sam Raimi likes to use Bruce Willis. Did I say Bruce Willis? I'm stupid. Um, Bruce Campbell. You mean yeah? Yeah, I know I'm what sorry. you mean. Bruce Willis is M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's still not even exactly like that because there's characters that are meant to be taken more seriously in that game in both games, mm-hmm. so it's still not exactly the same. But you know, it's it's uh, it's pretty complicated to talk about because there's always a uh, there's a lot of preconceptions about you know why he does certain things, and it's usually not what a lot of people think it is. It's usually sometimes it's not even as sometimes they don't even know themselves. In, in, like necessarily, uh, because it's not thought out in the same way. Like the 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 consciousness of how they uh, uh, concept yeah conceptualize these things are not. It's not on, on the same. Uh, they're not on the same wavelength of what the fans are thinking it is, mm. uh, or, or what the fans think is their what's going on 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 like Takahashi's mind when he's making something. Because for Takahashi, it's it's a lot of it is. Uh, He's just doing what he feels like doing. Like, he's come so clean about that over time. He's like, ah, just this is what I felt like doing at the time. That's he just goes with it. It's that's why, you know, it, yeah, I've mentioned this before. It's why you go from Xenoblade X to Xenoblade Two. It's there's a little bit of a jarring difference between those between those two games. Uh, he was he was pretty done with his uh, design concepts for Xenoblade X. That actually really reminds me of like some of the talk I heard about like the concepts behind. Like Rico, it was like the obvious one is Blanca, but then the other one was like really way more obscure. With like the the, I think it was in particular towards like the locks and stuff on his arms, like the chains and stuff like that. And just like it's from some movie I'd never even heard. Of. Everybody just says Blanca and Ganondorf. <laughs> yeah, the Blanca funny. thing is real. That's what he was. Ganondorf wasn't. Yeah, I that's. Don't think a, I, don't I believe. Think so form of Ganondorf He's was, never been um, mentioned. also out from Nintendo at that time, because Xenogears came out before um, uh, Ocarina of Time, didn't it? Yes, but um, 
he still yeah, has some so. resemblance to because uh, he doesn't even look like Anador from Roger Time. Um, so even then, it's like I mean he, that was never on the table anyway. Like nobody, nobody actually. He just he does look like him. Yeah, the or the, the nobody. I don't think anybody believes hair, he was yeah. based on that. Yeah, and and you know in later games he gets like a beard and shit. So it's it's very hard not to think of it because it it does look very similar. But I don't think I've, I've ever actually heard anyone outright say he was based on electricity. Looks like him. Let's talk about another character, Big Joe and Great Joe. Yeah, Big Joe. Like yeah, the name, right? Yeah, before we the get name. to the other character, I see mentioned in this document with with Big Joe and Great Joe. I want to mention just one thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Great Joe and Xenosaga. Uh-huh. in the English dub, am I the only person that thinks he sounds like? No, Goofy? I was oh. about to ask the same thing. <laughs> he, he does soul sound... crusher. The soul crusher. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a Kingdom Hearts reference. Damn. <laughs> Same here. It's all connected. It's all, it's all connected. It's all They're the all same together. game. I mean, Japanese albedo is Japanese Donald Duck, so let that sit in for a second. <laughs> I remember I mean, seeing that, that when I died. <laughs> if I were Donald Duck and I and I lived forever, yeah, that's probably me. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds like the natural progression yeah, of things. Uh, Great Joe was an extra boss in Xenos Episode 1. Uh, throwback to Big Joe from Xenogears. Uh, and you had something to say about this, didn't you, Nick? Okay, so yeah, we all know that Great Joe had like a vast amount of backstory. Yeah, that's all covered. You know, he said very much there was a lot to allude that he was based on Big Joe. Especially, you know, how he looked exactly like him, right? No. Right. Any, yeah. Okay, so anyway, I have a, and this is this goes a little bit harebrained, but I feel like Professor B in Xenoblade X was a reference to Big Joe. And the reason why, beyond that he's a big bulky guy, is that he appears in random areas, and he also is a time traveler. Which Big Joe technically is, and it might not be the same means, cryo-freezing versus an actual time machine, and I get that. Professor B is more of a Back to the Future reference than anything, but I still like to believe because of how he acts and like who he is that he was kind of a somewhat of a reference to Big Joe because yeah, it just works out in my mind that way. If you disagree, that's totally fine, but I like believing that. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> <laughs> But like you'll you'll go through the game, you'll find Big Joe just in a random fucking dungeon or some shit, and like the quest line for Professor B is like the same. It's just like, oh well, I was trying to take the time machine out of here, but I got over here instead, and you know, it's just like Big Joe and Professor B are both clearly multi talented. You like you've got this big fucking anarchy reigns looking dude, like inventing shit. And that sounds exactly like Big Joe. Big Joe to me, like Big Joe was a boxer before he just got lost in time. <laughs> that's just that's pretty that's pretty crazy. He's just all over the place, and 
his jack of all trades nature just makes me think of like that's just what I think of is Professor B. And anyone who wants to, you know, anyone who wants to say anything against that, that's totally fine. I understand. Like, this is just where I am. And I'm going to leave it at that that's because cool. I have really not a lot more to go on. This is just... And we we have a whole lot of... We have a lot extra. And I, like, yeah. if anyone wants to bring a good <laughs> argument against that, that's fine. But, you know, it's pretty vague. So, whatever. Just, just know that I like that. I just like that connection. That's it. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. It's fine if you don't like it. You know what? One fear I have is. Tell us. I, I say many things very confidently because I have connections. No pun intended. Um, but you know, sometimes I'm, I'm I'm always like a little bit like you know, what if Takashi just does an interview one day and he just says something that is completely retroactive. And it's like, wait, what? Like, that's not the way something was. And it's just completely, like, I, I'm really adamant about a specific thing. Like, a little thing that nobody even cares about. And he just says something like, oh, no, it was totally like that the whole time. And I'm just like, it'll probably never happen. It'll never happen. But in, my, in the back of my head, I'm always thinking, like, sometimes he can't word things correctly. He's not as bad as, as some other people at Monosoft. Sometimes I always wonder. Like, I mentioned the... um. What did I mention? Like the Blanca Rico thing, and he just comes out and says, Oh, it was never Blanca. Like, which it, completely contradicting, like, other things that exist, like uh, Tanaka and shit saying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. And then you become a liar. I personally am a. And so does Tanaka. We're, everyone is, is wrong after that, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm personally. Including the guy who drew the character. I'm kind of okay with that in some ways because I'm I'm like I I have come to really really like guilty here lately and a lot of that's just retroactive bullshitting as far as like story and plot goes and all that shit. So well, I mean retroactive like I mean I'm, I'm not even okay with that in the context you know but uh, I'm talking about like retroactive about like actual design intentions. Yeah, that's yeah that's fair. <laughs> I'm just like if you you come out later and say, oh yeah, yeah, that was intended, whether it was actually like or not. him coming out and saying, oh yeah, Final Fantasy VIII did fuck Xenocures, which everyone knows is bullshit. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I think oh. I think most people do. Um, but yeah, just just yeah, that's not true. But like, just little things. It's like in back of my head, I think I should, I'm just paranoid. You guys, you guys know I'm paranoid all the time. I mean, that's fair. But it, and not about this, just about like. Zeno, uh, I guess, like fans or something. I don't know. Like, uh, uh, like uh, it's it's a stream of consciousness. There's a lot of people that draw a lot of conclusions that are, um, you know, even even if nobody ever said it, but especially when they do say it, it makes it worse in some ways. So I totally understand that. Basically, what I'm saying, I hope Takahashi doesn't entirely become George Lucas. Like what he the way he was with Star Wars. You no, know, that's oh, a fair assessment. Yeah. yeah, that's the best. That's, that's the best way to, to to say what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. No, you see, Java was also always supposed to be in this scene, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the next one is one that I love. 
Hammer. Hammer. <laughs> I don't know why I like it. I just do like like I think about Hammer because Hammer in, in Xenosaga is just you know, he's just part of the Elsa crew, right? He's just kind of yeah. there. Yeah. And then I think of Hammer and Xenogears, and he's like this weird animal. He calls creature. you bro all the time. And he's like, yeah, he's like weird. Like he looks, he looks for because some so much of Xenogears takes itself so seriously, and then you have Hammer <laughs> with this design, and he does terrible things. You have like, and oh, sorry. he has his 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 profile picture is, is this little fucking weird anime animal. Bro, it's like, you could do it, bro. Uh, yeah, you have, <laughs> you have like. Hammer the '90s idea of a weed dealer versus Hammer the Burger King's kids mill <laughs> protagonist, <laughs> but they're both named the same thing, therefore connection. I know on the wiki it says that uh, Xenosaga Hammer looks like an anthropomorphic Xenogears Hammer, and I'm like, you did a bad job anthropomorphizing him. No, then. that's a bad call. Sorry. Yeah, that's my take on that too. Yeah. No, I agree. Though their, a... though their character designs do have a lot of sim- do have a few similarities, namely the glasses they got and tiny, yeah. the glasses and the bag. Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, it's clearly like yeah. a you know. Oh yeah, you know, nobody, nobody, even even Krenwick said it. It's just you know, nobody, nobody's. I don't think anybody needs to be reminded of Hammer. Oh, <laughs> being, I, so. actually, whenever I said Hammer on that list, I was actually just referring to the literal Hammer on the ship. So, oh, sorry about that. Oh, that's, no, that's confusing. <laughs> you really got to specify which game you mean. But the next, the next one is confusing to me. After Hammer, you guys want to write down? You guys wrote down Robo Girls, and then in, in parentheses it says Emeralda, Cosmos, Fiora, uh-huh. Poppy, Rosa, Elma, with in parentheses maybe some, and Ziggy. <laughs> yes. What's the what, what's the problem here? Ziggy is best robot girl. Okay, the, the I, 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 I think he is the best I, robot girl. What's like? I know he's got the thickest boob. Yeah, and so what's? Yeah, let's just Where's say that quite a few of us have a thing for Ziggy. Yeah, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. <laughs> just, go, just roll with it, pure. Like that's really all I can say. <laughs> Who was the one that put Ziggy in the? Because I'd watch it or listen or whatever. But I, I, who was the one that put Ziggy in the Waifu and Husbandos episode? I mean, he's had to be in there, isn't he? Uh, no, because we could not use player characters. Yeah, that was a purely like. Yeah, it was side characters. Yeah, we could only use. Yeah. 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 Oh, I rewrites everything. <laughs> Although you know what, you just proved that you listened to the podcast. That's great. Mm-hmm. I said I didn't. Listen to <laughs> that okay, episode. Fine. Yeah, fine. no, that, that did I prove mean, that I he listened. looked at the titles and nothing more. I oh, had okay. listened to the to one part of the love episode, and uh, I, I always remember that one because somebody specifically mentioned me. It's like, oh, Pierre's not listening to this. He's going to me. And then I wondered afterwards, Whoops. how many times does this happen in this podcast? Like, it happens a lot. <laughs> I, I say it every episode I'm in. I'm just kidding, I don't. But, you know, it'll probably get close. <laughs> um, I don't... Does anybody have anything to say about Rural Girls? It seems pretty obvious. Yep. That uh, yeah, that's kind of has back into obvious. the whole mecha thing where it's just like, they like robot girls, so they include robot girls, the end. And then, and then <laughs> I see uh, real Elma's appearance is similar to Cosmos. If you couldn't tell. And, and with yep. the whole uh, machine she literally walks out of. 
you know, it couldn't be any more obvious. Yes, the tanning bed that Cosmo sleeps in. Yes. Of course. Which makes you really pale. Yeah, uh, the, the paling on. bed. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's weird that we never really saw Taylor's camera out of that. True. Letting up. Well, speaking of Elma, the next point relates to her name. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, it's short. Their alternate name. Yep. For it was the Wilhelmina. Yep, which is the feminine form of Wilhelm. Um, I was actually one of the first things I noticed when Xenoblade uh, uh, X got announced. I saw Elma's name and was like, why does that sound familiar? So then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's a form of Wilhelmina. And then I looked it up and it said the feminine form of Wilhelm. So right away before the game <laughs> even got like announced or anything wasn't like you know making connections go oh this is zero saga or anything but i had a feeling that she was going to have some omnipotent powers in some case or some kind of important role just because of the correlation to the name of a major character from the saga series just from like you know oh hey that's just a that's a nice little easter egg right there yeah what if it's not an Easter egg? What if she's like the mastermind? That would be awesome. Everything that would have. That'd be awesome. What if I retroactively explain that that happened? <laughs> Don't get Takahashi ideas. <laughs> he's what if he's listening to this podcast and he's about to do that? And he's just like everything. I'm gonna re. I'm gonna just completely contradict every interview I've ever done. I'm gonna contradict everything that's like anything behind the scenes and nobody I'm just gonna I'm just gonna he just loses his mind. <laughs> he just goes to his writing desk is like, man, fuck these guys. I'll prove them. Bro, fuck these guys in particular. Xenogears based on Evangelion. <laughs> these random people that don't get paid to talk about my franchise. How let's, fucking dare they? Let's let's be nice to Takahashi. I I don't Hypothetical like hi- Takahashi isn't nice to us though. <laughs> that's hypothetical. This hypothetical version of Takahashi is, is just that version of George Lucas. <laughs> the real one. I'm sorry. The real George Lucas. The real, real yeah, George Takahashi Lucas. is real George Lucas. No, I don't really want to give Takahashi shit. It's fine. All right. Next, we have Cosmos and Telos and Xenoblade 2. And when you make Cosmos the leader of a Merc squad, it's called the Urdekaiser. Which is a giant robot. How subtle. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, she's literally a guest character, like a version of hers in the game. Yeah. yeah. There's no room for subtlety anymore. No, there's not. Yeah, there, there's good. nothing. Yep. Which which brings you to the next one. The, yeah, I was going to say, there is something a little bit more interesting about her being in there, which was Cosmos's Blade Quest introduced us to Zeke's second cousin named Estelle, who lives in Tantal, and she takes an interest in Cosmos, and she kind of looks like a younger Shion. But what's kind of interesting about Estelle is that um, her name, I believe in the Japanese version, they pronounce her name Asteru, which is which you can kind of interpret as Aster, which is the name of a genus of flower, and the Japanese name for that same for that same genus is actually Shion. So it's literally Shion in the game. Yeah, the yep. quest was. I love that quest. This was so such a nice wink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really that's a little it. little Easter egg for the Xenosaga yes. fans. 
wink. There's yeah, enough there. They needed to have a character that was a reference to Xion that would be like, all right, this character thinks Cosmos is really cool. And they you know, <laughs> have like, the little part where Cosmos kind of like guards her from some bullshit, which is very yeah. much the same as like 3. And mm-hmm. um, I always thought that question was a little weird just because you have this big Xenosaga reference, but they also tried to insert like Xenoblade 2 esque humor into it. And I always yeah. thought it was really out of place. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember there was something about like Xion wanting to like take Cosmos's clothes off or something. I was like, oh, God, what? Oh. I want to perform surgery and see what, what, what are you made of? Uh, <laughs> I forgot that was it. But I remember seeing a video, I think it was on Twitter or something that was like. Showing like side by side side scenes from uh, some Cosmos' story in Telos's and back to cutscenes from Cinematopsia Three, and the cinematography looked almost like exactly the same. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I think in like the start of Cosmos's quest, where like she's just targeting all of the artificial blades, isn't that like a direct reference to when she's? On the hull of the Elsa and targeting all the Gnosis. Yeah, and then her when you first get Cosmos as a blade, her getting out of her yeah. pod was like when she first awoke on was there, uh, no, no, the woke one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this, the one with, the, with these titles, Executioner and Endbringer. Yes. Yeah. Basically, I think I think Zhishinor was uh, for Gaiden and Yang, and Endbringer was for Tilashe and Malos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically like they reusing the titles for these characters type thing. But that could also be more a localization thing. I don't know if they're different in Japanese. And the next one was about. No pongs and everyone's favorite Xenogears character, Choo Choo. Hey, you you speak Choo Choo right? She will carry you through that last battle. I, I said it was everyone's favorite character. I didn't that. <laughs> Just making sure you weren't saying that sarcastically. You, 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 yeah. you can boil others down to the game set mascots. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm the one who had it this one because like the Choo Choo's. They really look like a pre-Nopon type creatures, and they also, just like the Nopons, they kind of come in different colors and such, and it just it just reminds me, like, whenever I, I put both of them, like, next to each other, I'm like, yeah, that could have been a pre-Nopon kind of thing. I think the only like, difference is that Bunny was never playable. Hopefully. I did not mention Bunny, though, because Bunny is not really anything close to those. I was talking about mascot-wise. Playable mascot in Xenosaga would have been out of place. And two, Bunny actually is sort of an option. To, uh, so Wait, so, really? Bunny, so so there's like filler options you can use when you debug the game. And one of them for a playable slot is Bunny, but it doesn't work. Oh, oh wow. I was like, I don't... Why... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I wasn't sure if like there was some kind of crazy unlockable in Hackox I mix, missed or something like that. But Yeah, that's that's all I really had. I was just like, oh, I mean, I guess he could be in Hackox, but other than that, I can't think of anything. Yeah, all I was going to say was that, how come Bunny, Bunny wasn't in Hackox? 
Bunny should have been in Hackox. That I think that's true. I mean, the only thing I could see is like if they made him hop perfectly across the different blocks because that would, you know, maybe make it easier. Yes, that would have been your reward for playing that much Hackox. Here, we made it easier for you. You're welcome. But stay tuned for our mascot episode whenever we get around to recording that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So next um, is um, basically with Faye and Mithra developing uh, different personalities through trauma. Um, also, all the protagonists have the, or well, yeah, they have like dual identities, or different protagonists have dual identities. Oh, okay. You you can. <laughs> Sorry. There we go. Wow. Hey, no, I wrote the right tool. Oh, man. Yes, I wrote the right tool. You had confused me greatly when you fixed it. I was like, what, are you trying to say these identities had a duel with each other? Yeah, no, I'm trying to say I can't fucking spell. Leave I, me alone. I just kind of tripped over my words. I'm sorry. No, no, I thought I wrote it bad. And I, uh, anyway. Well, you did it. English is hard. Just... Give us a break. <laughs> but anyway. Listen. How many drinks in are we? Uh, three for me, because I'm pausing so I don't have to run to the bathroom every five seconds. Yep. Same for me. <laughs> oh. We were supposed to drink? What? You, no. what? You're sober? No. <laughs> you get, you, okay, pause the podcast. No, you go no. get yourself a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I am burying my soul here. I have to drink a little bit. <sighs> it's, I'm, it's okay. I'm forever I'm, sober. I'm just drinking water. <laughs> That's my secret. I'm drinking a matcha frap. That's for but anyway, <laughs> yeah. This podcast brought to you by the concept of alcohol. Yoritos. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, there's uh, yeah, multiple main characters throughout the uh, Zeno series have like different identities. Besides uh, Faye, and, uh, well, I mean, Faye has Id, Mithra has Pyra, and beyond that, there's Cosmos and Mary Magdalene, Shulk and Zanza, Elma in her true form, and then that. Oh, go on. I was just say Elma and True Elma aren't really different personalities. Yeah, no, they're that's why I said like different bodies. identities. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they're more of a physical, but they're they're yeah different identities all the same. Would Torna be the only game that doesn't have that? Like, if you yeah. don't count Mithra. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't. That's not until the end. It, too so yeah oh if we're gonna start counting other multimedia uh Pied piper doesn't have that uh oh, Kami has that cosmos and cat cosmos Co- cosmos is still in it so i mean so like, i mean it does have that yeah because it's cat okay. cosmos okay well, well Tor- like- torna <laughs> has 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 big laura and baby laura Eric, the person we knew versus the person he really was. No, that's not true. That's not. That's a stretch. <laughs> Alright, let's, uh... Let's go to the next one. Oh, uh, we have Demi- Dem- Demi-humans. Yeah, Demi-humans. Uh, all over... Ge- I'm just reading this out loud. I didn't write this. This is my first time reading it. All over Gears and Blade has no pawn and high Entia. Blade 2 Gormati. <laughs> Um, 
This is written, this is written like on like notes. <laughs> oh, this, this is great. This is like the only one loud. that's written like this. Beautiful. Yeah, w- this was not meant to be actually. You know what? No, actually, Pierre, can I make a request? If you're going to just read something verbatim, can you read the next point verbatim? Yes, oh, do it. I, this I, is I will. Okay. Okay. Yes. You uh, can. I, you you may continue this one, but you definitely have to read the next one verbatim. All right, I'm I'm gonna reread this one. Okay, go all ahead. Over <laughs> Demi humans all over gears and blade has no pawn and high entia. Blade to Garmadi. Parentheses. I would think that the Blade slash Flesh Eaters and Xenoblade 2 were more comparable to Demi-Humans. Uh, says Bot. Um, and then in parentheses, all caps, who said that? Depends on if they're naturally occurring or made in a lab. I compare Blade slash Flesh Eaters a bit more to Krellian's Wells from Nick. Are literally right in between you. That's the funniest part. Yeah, both is Robin. Nope, what are you talking about? Uh, so, um, my point was that the demi humans in Gears are, as far as I could tell, they like it, it was kind of a accident mistake that they occurred. Like they should not occur that way. Whereas. Nopon and Hyentia and Gormati should occur that way. That is a good way for those things to exist. Uh, Rico should not be green. However, Melia should have wings on her head. So that's why I felt that the Blade slash Flesh Eaters were more comparable to the Demi-Humans of Gears. Okay, that's completely fair, but also, you're wrong. I was right the whole time? What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Con- elaborate. Um... So the reason is because, um, yeah, that's why. Okay, well, I can't argue with that, so you win. <laughs> because they have they have funny animal parts on them. That's why they do he, he, he have also... funny animal parts some of the times. Jeez. No, you I, can also I, maybe compare like Xenosaga stuff too, too, like the your TV maybe. And... Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Do they yeah. demi-human? I guess. I mean, they certainly are lab made. Realians, yeah, the and designer not, babies. Yeah. Um, and if you want to go, I guess, I don't know what the testaments would count as. I guess they're more like demigods. Uh, I mean, I guess technically, did Wilhelm technically make those, I guess? I don't know. How sort of. Think it, I like to think of it as almost like being knighted. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. It's like, well, you died, but you know what? You're, you're real cool, so I guess I'll let you do this. You're, you're real, real edgy there, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> so you get, like, you get to be the red testament. So I like, wanted Eric, to be the you, black testament. You guys suck. So you're only like one-tenth as edgy as this other guy. So, Eric, you kind of look like Billy Corgan, so I guess I'll let you be on my team. <laughs> I love this rewrite of Saga. It's very good. <laughs> 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 You sound so, real edgy. Shall we move on? The to next Daddy? one that you guys. Yes, yes. Quiet! Quiet! I corrected uh, this. Let's, let's see what this says. I've never read it. I have no idea what it says. So I'm reading this for the first time. All caps. Father. Parentheses. My dude. Issues are rampant. Faye and Khan. Rico and Kaiser. The three main URTVs. Not to dream. And Yuriev. Shion and Suzuki. Shulk and Dixon, Angela Mikal, Ellie and her dad, Eric, have a daddy redemption arc. If we say, quote, daddy, I'm stealing everyone's Easter candy and Momo Mommy issues. 
Well, you all forfeit your fucking Easter candy, so thank Tyler for that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Assuming I had Easter listen, candy. Listen, I corrected the first part to FATHER in all caps. You can't blame me. Wait, what the? Who just deleted that? I just <laughs> live right now. What one of them just got deleted. Hot editing happening here. Damn it, anonymous badger. <laughs> well, that damn badger. <laughs> well, the badger showed up and added a point, but we'll get to that in a moment. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll read that one for sure. But uh, yeah, having familial issues again in a video game very hot. Uh, I don't know that many video games have included familial issues. I think uh, Zeno Gears was the first one to introduce a family. Listen, can we move on from this point? I'm getting gross George Lucas vibes. <laughs> oh, we just God, George Lucas is all over this one. George You're thinking Lucas he's got gonna come. We're, we're thinking Takahashi. You see, we're, this we're, was oh. actually a family drama. <laughs> we were just, I just literally, all I had to do was say, I really hope Takahashi doesn't come out and like retroactively try to re-explain <laughs> why he did certain things or what he was gonna do with certain characters, etc. Like like George Lucas or some shit. Took me forever to think of the George Lucas part, but now that I've really thought of that name like that's like a that's like the line i think if he if he crosses that line that's when i'm i i think i just lose it i don't even dislike george lucas but just that just the, the aspect of him doing some of that like, kind of weird shit he did would would probably put me over the edge well i i'd sooner have george lucas issues than jk rowling issues See, that was the other name I was going to mention, but I feel like that's pushing it too far. I'd rather not have either, personally. Oh, I'd rather Actually, have, all of I'd the rather... testaments just kept shitting everywhere and using dimensional magic to make well, it disappear. Uh, At least George Lucas seems like an otherwise nice guy. Um, you know, you, you just people would just get upset because it's it's Star Wars, and you know, like, you know, I always wanted to do this thing with this thing. What are you talking about? And literally, everyone else around him is like. The literally entire book's written about Star Wars. Like, no, this was never supposed to be a thing. <laughs> uh, Justin, anyway. do you want to take the next point? Oh, so you guys are done with the family thing already? Yeah. 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 There's, there's not that much to say, I guess. It's, it's self explanatory. Yeah, I mean, um, family issues in a, in daddy a issues. revolutionary. God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I, I, I guess Takahashi and I have some, some father son issues. So, yeah, and I'm mean, going to your house and taking your Easter candy. No. So yeah, since the okay, so I guess I should explain like a little bit about the inside joke for our listeners that Bot does not like the word dad. You can say it in those terms; it's acceptable. So, so daddy. So we correct it to my dude because that was what he changed it to in his search engine. So should we just censor every time one of us says daddy in a podcast? Yeah, yeah. We just we just put like the dolphin sound over it. Yeah, I need to go drag Maynith over here so we can have her meow. Anyway, the next point. Would you like? Would you like me to read the next point? You sound really excited. Do the honors to read the next point. Now, I, this is a new one that just popped up in front of me. I don't know who wrote it down. I have no idea, but the next one says, all the games are mediocre. <laughs> no, see, my problem with this is that this shouldn't be in the characters category. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> this so, should be um, in uh, system slash concepts. Then go yell at Anonymous Badger. Badger, you put yeah. this in the wrong part. Yeah, Tyler, why do you do that? <laughs> anyway. okay. first, first he says the forbidden word. 
I'm being afraid. What, you mean daddy? <laughs> so that's a fact. I'm glad we all agree. Let's move on to the next point. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, familiar character flavor. Flavor, huh? <laughs> yes, if you lick Ramses, he tastes the same as Jerankov. So like a cherry, right? <laughs> yes, they are both right? cherry flavored. So what is Dixon's flavor? Like, like a lot of people really like it, but it's actually kind of disgusting in a way. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Margus to Mumkar, uh, Shitan to Jin, to Dunman, to Morag. Does Morag Ron really count? Well, that's an issue for our Uzuki caricature trope. And I'm, on the, I'm on the page of, I don't even know if Dunban counts, so. Dunban doesn't act like an Uzuki. I actually made an argument for why I felt that Dixon was the closer Uzuki. Like, okay, so he has the demeanor, maybe? Of a Nuzuki, but like the maybe not the belief system. Dunban just has dark hair and a sword. Yeah, that that's literally it. Yeah. Uh, Bart to Zeke, which I'm totally down for. Actually, totally agree with that one. Yes. Um, yeah. And of course, there's a parenthesis that he's got the ember cake color scheme that gives him the Bart colors. It's like the worst recolor in the game, but it's hideous, it's and I love it. Reasons. It yeah, it's so bad. It, it looks like he's wearing a clown suit. I know. It's real rough. It's yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> Uh, and then we have uh, Krellian to a Malpus. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, the like it's cool that it's referencing Zeke, but it also kind of looks like Zeke wearing a dumpster fire. Absolutely. He <laughs> looks terrible in it, but I, I refuse to remove him from it. <laughs> but Krellian to a Malpus was one I kind of like thought of last minute because of their whole like, oh, what if I use science to do this dumb, weird shit? Uh, some, some people uh, like to... Um, put Crowley in with Kevin. Crowley in with Kevin, I could see a bit more since they see both that. have girl issues. But the, I mean, yeah. they're both simps, so I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my argument against would be that uh, Kevin did get the girl, whereas Crowley is five hundred years still whining that he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Crowley still tipping that to fedora. The, well, the problem is Kevin. Kevin got the girl, and he was still tipping his fedora. That's true. Very much so. <laughs> well, I'm glad we went there. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, next category! All right. Woo! All right, mech slash mechanical slash ship rest. See that last word is rest. very dangerous. No, <laughs> the other one, ships. Oh, that's the second see, to last word. Oh, uh, that. So you see, you, the last word is you, refs. You scared, you, you scared the shit out of me when I saw, the, when I saw ships. Because if you ever oh! do, if you ever oh, do no, an episode no. specifically on ships, it is the one time I will, I, I like, not the, not the one time, there's plenty of times, but it's the <laughs> one by far I would be, I would clear, steer clear of. It's the, like, I can tell you anything about Xeno, okay? Like, I, I, like, I'm, it don't sound like I'm bragging, but it, seriously. <laughs> but it is the one topic I will always avoid. The scariest thing in the world are ship wars. You know I, I oh yeah, I'm not, I agree. If you say something dumb about Zeno, I will unapologetically call you a dumb fuck. But when it comes to ships, I ain't brave enough for that shit. Oh, hey, yeah, in go, the like, case of here, we meant like you, spaceships. But anyways, you know what? I, uh, there's no way I can pronounce the next yeah, one. Uh, sorry. Uh, a mecha me- <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Psychosis. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Oh, go no, ahead, you're, Brielle. You're, sorry. you're okay. 
No, no, no. I want as many people as possible to pronounce this. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is the title of a Radiohead song. Omega, Omega um, Urephyte. Robots attached to it look similar to Welthall and Beerge. It also is shaped a lot like a deuce. I like Deuce! Uh, like no, deuce. not like a deuce! <laughs> no, I was just like, I saw that and was like, wait, is that not the one that looks like, like Deus? Deus? Yes, and looks like Deus. And this is what we took from That's it, what I meant so to I say added that now. to the end. I don't know where I'm Man, I love that one that's shaped like a shit. (laughs) Yeah, that whole section is like a reference to like the old mech designs. Yeah. Yeah. Zark has a bunch of them, and it's like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, isn't the the boss at the end of each orb? Don't they look like various gears? Yeah. Yes, they do. What what a downgrade for them, by the way. Just, just, Just turn into cannon fodder for a dungeon. But then we get uh, Welltall to Omega Id. Which, you know, you have the the Omega Id bullshit boss fight that I definitely did really unprepared. And I still have the screenshot of how long it took. The single fight, like the in-game time, it was like 28 minutes. Holy crap. The the first time I did it was like 28 minutes. He actually, like, unleashes death blows on your ass. Crazy, and and apparently I, I don't know if this is I, I don't remember anymore because I'm seventy eight. But um, uh, do people actually feel that the um the Voyager fight? What I forget what his Mac is called, but Don uh, oh, Yeah, do, do people is it agreed that that boss fight is harder? Uh, you know what? I think so. Personally, uh, um, I would. But I think in my case, I had more trouble with the. Like ID or id. Can I <laughs> go into my traumatic experience real fast? <laughs> so a lot of boss fights at that point in the game seemed way harder for me because I had because late in the game I had a slight issue with the Pelagree and oh the, my God. ES, the ES Isakar fight <sighs> where she wanted to heal about seven times within the same fight. Yeah, RNG was screwing uh, him over. I, I thought you were going <laughs> to say the Pelagree fight, just just the Pelagree fight. No, no, because I, 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 I busted out Alan for that fight. It felt good. Oh, that would have been that was that was great. But the Isakar fight later on Abraxas, that one I got fucked over so many times, and it was like I don't know what was going on with the RNG, but I had to repeat that fight more times than any other fight in that whole game. All right, see, so you hear that, Namco? You, uh, if you the Xenoslike HD remaster, you'll never do. Uh, you need an achievement if you have Alan out uh, against Pelagree. You, you gotta make it happen. They <laughs> really need to allow Alan throughout the rest of the game. Urta Kaiser transformation versus Elemental Robots transformation. Uh, I mean, this one is super obvious. Also, reference to other mecha. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I always uh, saw that and I was just like, you know what? That is definitely a nod to Gagagar and just the Brave series in general and like the way the lion roars like Gagagar had been airing for about a year right before Gears came out I think it ended maybe one or two weeks before Gears actually came out so, so like when I saw Gag- when I saw that uh, cutscene I was like yeah that's definitely Gagagar and actually on that same note I was reading TV tropes today and there was an entry about how um Welltall 2's uh, id system is kind of reminiscent of uh, 
Shining Gundam a bit. And like it just hit me. I'm like, wow, like Welltall may as well be piloted by Domonkashu. <laughs> I mean I, I never even like thought about that until I read that. I was like, yeah. People uh, used to think, including Japanese fans, I would say especially Japanese fans, uh, used to think Zenigi or a lot of Zenigis was just a G Gundam ripoff. Which is silly. Funny. Because it's, of like, course, uh, the Evangelion. Look, look, well, uh, G Gundam came out at, the, at like, uh, quite a bit yeah, before Xenogears. Yeah, it was years before. And, and uh, you know, look at the last two episodes of G Gundam, and then look at the ending of Xenogears. Yeah. So, apparently, there's an interview, and this is what the TV Tropes page said, that um, somebody had apparently asked Takahashi if he liked G Gundam, and he allegedly... Just didn't say anything, but he smiled. I have no idea if that's true. Just something I read. Uh, Takahashi said, "I love you" and all. Yeah, right. But that's <laughs> that was that's response. part of yeah. where that came from, I guess. I, have not seen G I can't. Rem- I can't remember because Gundam is such a big influence on him. It's a big influence on everybody. Yeah, so, over there. I was so. gonna say, is like Gundam. Anyone who makes a mix show is probably. I would say Gundam. that if and if it's not Gundam, yeah. it's probably Macross. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of mech references, uh, I don't think this was written down. I haven't jumped in yet. Uh, in I think it's chapter four. What's the poppy chapter in Z Blade Two? The poppy chapter. I don't remember the number, but we'll just call it the poppy chapter. But there's like a there's actually a side story that continues the poppy chapter, like through a um like because getting the last form of poppy is actually a not necessary to beating the game. Mm-hmm. So there is that to consider. But other than that, I want to say there was like three. Regardless, that chapter with the weird giant robot you fight that's you know with no pawn and shit. Um, oh, this, this scene is a uh, uh, one of the scenes is like a shot for shot reference to Mazinger Z. Oh, you're talking about the 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 Lila the Lila one with um, the Mecha Rosa thing. That I think that's more like six or something. No, chapter six was uh, the Zeke era or whatever that place is called. Oh, cool. um, yes, that's chapter six. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I may be thinking of five then. I don't it think that's on... one either. I think it's I think it's four, three or four. It's earlier. It's not before. It, it should be before chapter five because I remember. Yeah. I remember specifically because chapter five is when I tapped out and stopped playing the game for two weeks. Oh, okay, okay. I was just thinking of. Um, I knew it was a little bit later in the game for me, and like, I thought which chapter was more ordained because like you go through that factory in more ordained and that's where you fight Mikarosa. Three or four. I don't remember. Like... No, it's got to be three because wasn't wasn't four. Yeah, it was wow. before Rex's hometown and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess that game is a blur for me at this point as far as chapters go. Oh, I don't Sorry. blame you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like it a lot. Don't get me wrong. But you like a yeah, Xeno game? Like, How dare you? I mean, I hate it a lot, but I talk about it because it can't get out of my head. You're cursed. I understand. I understand. I'm, I'm right there with you. Finally, someone that understands me. <laughs> Great. I'm glad we agree. Anyway. So then there's the life holds in Xenoblade X are Zohar shape. That's yeah. Not to, I don't think. Does, does anybody actually have something to say about that? Because I don't. 
Uh, all I have to say is Ooh. that we skipped over our earlier point about the Zohar shape being a thing that is repeated throughout the series, although it was retconned yeah. into uh, Xenoblade 1. They make slash preserve life. There you go. That's the but, deep read on it. But in the case of Xenoblade X, it's also, it was also put there as a... Basically, like, if you were the kind of player that would explore really far before continuing the story, you could fall on those on, on the map and be like, oh my god, it's a Zohar-shaped thing. <laughs> so, But you had no idea what it was. <laughs> funny story. Uh, um, shit, wait. The, the last time I was on Pikes was in July, right? I think. Shit. Jutoki. Did I did I not talk about Xenoblade the Definitive Edition? Because you keep I keep calling it to this day I still call uh, it the last edition. The, actually I think you were on the podcast for that a bit before the release. No, no, it was I, July, I I'm remembering now. I'm remembering. It was in July. Okay. So it was after. But I didn't really talk about it that much, did I? No, I don't think so. I just I, I think I just said that I I played a pre release version. And yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You said that. Yeah. Oh, where you're talking about how bad the gas mileage was on the scales? Is that a that was Xenoblade X? That's a beta for that game. That's something else. Oh yeah, yeah. It, this wasn't really a beta. It was just like it needed one more oh, okay. update, and it's missing that update. So the menus are on like shit. Um, n- no, I was gonna say. Um, speaking of the Zohar shape bullshit, um, I remember because remember I played the game before it came out, and then when I, I was actually gonna replay Xenoblade DE when it came out, I was going to play it on my own Switch. This was the one that was sent to me. And I'm, if you follow me on Twitter, you know what happened. I, didn't, I had no will to play it again. So I, on, on Xenoblade DE release day, for the first time, I played Final Fantasy VII Remake instead. Even though I never actually <laughs> called it Final Fantasy VII Remake. Wait, what game? I don't, I've never heard of that. I uh, Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's um, obscure, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just... I'm thinking about this now because people were. I remember people were saying, I'm not going to say who, but it's, it's some people. They have um, a followers and content. And I remember them saying, it's just like Takahashi for, to try to remake a game so that he can make it more consistent with Xenoblade 2 and, and shit. And I remember thinking, this is like kind of late ish. Like, uh, well, not late. It was kind of. I actually think it was when the game was first announced, but I remember thinking. That is not why Takahashi ever makes any game, uh, because I just know I know like what, what the core of why he makes game is. Once you understand that, that statement doesn't hold up. So I'm thinking I don't actually know how the game 100 is going to turn out yet. So I'm thinking I bet that you're not going to leave that game thinking anything like that. The only and what would happen was that the only thing that would kind of make you think that was uh, they changed the key. On uh, what's his face is why am I so bad at names? Alvis, Alvis. I'm garbage today, actual garbage. Today. <laughs> when I say I came, no. I, when, I, when I say I came in prepared, I mean I am, I am straight up Cherenkov, Ramses level dumpster. Just need no. to get out of here. Anyway, <laughs> no. they changed they changed the key on this thing. That's the only thing they did. I remember them saying, "Oh, they're going to change the ending to, to Magazine of Blade 2. They're going to completely redo it." And it didn't happen at all. And I just remember thinking, like, this should have been the expectation, and it never happened. And I just kind of think back to that that one comment. I'm just thinking, man, what a what a what a predictable mess that was. That that whole thing just kind of like reminds me of the scene where um, the Simpsons movie where the kid laughs at uh, Bart naked. 
that that kind of laugh going on right there. I remember the. Um, <laughs> I remember the. There was also a semi-viral post of people saying, uh, you know, the differences between remakes, remasters, and ports, and they put Xenoblade DE in the remake section with Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> Whew. Hmm. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> oh man. I'll I'll give now that I've said that I'll give DE a little bit of credit. It's a competent remaster. It might be yeah. Stockholm Syndrome because I played Warcraft Three Reforged, the worst remaster of all time. So oh, I remember I seeing know. your tweets about that. <laughs> I, I can't I'm speak much because I don't like Warcraft, but <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm traumatized. Okay, it's it was a it, that is a bad remaster. It is. Mm. We're not gonna, I'm not going to turn this into the bad remasters podcast. The I mean, is not a bad remaster; it's just a bad game. I feel like um, Matt McMuscles will eventually cover that. He did. As far as that, yeah. Long. Then he then he covered I mean, it right I, away. He covered uh, Warcraft remastered. I know, but uh, I, I was like, I don't think that I mean, he he mostly does bad games or games that didn't turn out quite the way they were supposed to. So I don't think uh, any Zeno things. Are oh, right I, I, on I thought you were talking completely. about. About Warcraft Three, so why would he? Yeah, he has no reason to cover. And I don't. He no, doesn't no, seem no, like he's a Xenoblade. Yeah. No, no, no. He doesn't. He he re- he did cover Warcraft though. Yeah, That's I, why I remember seeing up. that too. Just uh, nothing new for me was there, but I it was good to see someone like uh, act, uh like <laughs> released a vitriol lot. I felt after <laughs> seeing it. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. Let's talk about elevators. <laughs> yes, this is why I was, this is why I this was is avoiding this because I knew the next one would just be. Let me read this out loud. <laughs> Every game seems to love really weird giant elevators. This is, this is an entry. Um, yeah, uh, I don't have much to say about it. Uh, yeah, uh, wait, wait, you're not reading all of it though. Yeah, Please I, go on. Part of the sentence. That's amazing. I know. See the Thames corkscrew elevator, the Crelevators. Uh, diagonal elevators in Kraline's Lab. Uh, the World Tree is a giant elevator. The Cathedral Sip, Fifth Jerusalem, Babel Tower, Life Hold Core, etc. Okay, so like, just give me this one because it was my my dumb, <laughs> stupid, whatever entry because I was like, man, look at all these giant elevators. They must really like elevators in this game in these games. <laughs> and that's pretty self-explanatory. I just wanted to say it because it was. You know, it was there. It is a good way to try to make your dungeon epic. Yeah, it, it is that. Um, it's like, hey, I like tall things. Let's go up the tall thing, I guess. Um, I don't know why they ever felt the need to make the elevator so, like, fucking extra in the Thames or the Thames or whatever you call it. Um, <laughs> okay, so, like, the, the reason I say that in the first place is because Retrograde Amnesia podcast go listen to that um talking about the origin of the thames and it really being supposedly supposed to be pronounced as the thames but yeah for some reason they have a corkscrew elevator that a drunk guy operates and you know i can support that but at the same time (laughs) it's like why go to this length and also i get very disoriented in this area because of that yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to go by the origin of the Thames, it should be the Tamats, so it would fit in with the other towns that were named after the Hebrew calendar. That's true. Then there's everybody's favorite elevator, the multitude of elevators in the Babel Tower, which there's like you know, one... no, there are 
multiple, and they are like floating platforms that people. Oh, those ones! I wish I wish I wish the the platforming segment was canceled and was an elevator instead. (laughs) Those elevators may actually be like robots that are enemies that you have to fight, but they're still elevators in my book. I they, have they no problem with you to Babel a Tower, level. and I don't know why all y'all scrubs do. <laughs> Listen, Babel Tower was okay. Exactly, it was, it was fine. I got blocked on Babel Tower for months, okay? Because I could I'm, not get past that stupid platform. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Maria. <laughs> I'm with you. I think I fell like more times than I can count. Like I had to restart the whole platforming segment so many times because I would always fall down. <laughs> I should have used the P wing. <laughs> it's almost like Xena games are not very good. <laughs> Man, no, I don't think so. Faye... That's probably not the problem. Why couldn't Faye jump like Mario? Okay, Marlosoft should not make any platformers. Got it. Okay, I say that as if the platforming in Mario RPG was any better, but honestly, let's be honest. Let's be honest, Mario RPG 11, 11, Legend of the Seven Stars was not good at platforming. I don't know if I agree or not. It was okay. This episode you know, is too you, hot. You, 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 didn't, it, you didn't have to redo it too much if you fucked up. So it wasn't yeah, good. it's not like That's something true. like Landstalker. Listen, just don't put platformers on an isometric view. Please stop that. Alright. You know, Super Mario RPG probably has more Evangelion references than Xenogears. That's probably true. I can agree with that. And I say, you know, I'm talking shit about Mario RPG, but I love Mario RPG. In fact, the Mario RPGs in general are probably some of my favorites. So, Well, let's talk about another RPG. I take the card... To be allowed to talk a little uh, shit. About uh, sorry, I failed that. Now I see another entry. Uh, Final Battle with Deuce is like Amos Ark. Yeah, I don't know if with that one, I'm not sure what me. to say about it. Yeah, because of the, the four orbs. Just like. Yeah, then there's, oh! Yeah. Then there's a. There are a. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, I've read that wrong. Uh, there are a lot of whale shaped <laughs> objects in the series. <laughs> But then this is a JRPG, so uh, sure. Notably, the white whale from Xenoblade X works on multiple levels, though. Carrier Gnosis, Uriah, etc. You're not going to name uh, the whale from uh, Pinocchio and showing him Kingdom Hearts? Uh, yeah, those aren't in uh, the Xeno series. Hey, I, I wrote etc. So yeah, if you want to connect <laughs> well, other things, that's that's open for you to do Great that. Great Joe's alternate incarnation is one of your allies <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts. Right. Oh shit! It's all the same. Every game is actually one giant game. What was the other thing? He had another line. I know. I know. Well, Soul Crusher is 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 most infamous. But what was his other line? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I can't think of it. Oh, oh can I, I, I guess because everyone just used Soul Crusher. It's just he's just this, like. Like, oh, Should we like Sora. pull up a YouTube video of the fight? Sora, take a look at the soul crushing. Gee, Mickey, what about that there soul crusher? So, I don't know how you recorded those lines and not think no, this just sounds like it just sounds like goofy dude. <laughs> it's so oh, God. nice work, guys. All right. oh, yeah, on the next we're on subject. The... 
Yes. All right, system and concept refs. Uh, slave generators, as well as a uh, as well as hinted at connection with DM engine and scales being similar in description. What's this? Oh, I'm gonna. This was one of I'm, Chris's. I'm gonna take this one as uh, instead of making a different uh, instead of making a different kind of like device for most of the series. They just continued reusing old assets because why? Why, why change it if it's not broken? Or and yeah. they at least named it something different. Yeah. but okay. But it was probably like, oh, hey, these are kind of uh, similar and probably used everywhere. We can get away with this. We don't have to rewrite this. Like basically, hey, there's a parent generator and then all of these basically Wi-Fi connections. Yeah, they, did they mention main generator, or secondary generator, basically. Yeah, they, parent and child. Did they also also mention the slave generator and the uh, the siren box? Is that where they mentioned it for Soundblade too? I I believe it's mostly the DM mm-hmm. engine. I don't know if they. Uh, okay. I I can't remember for sure, but uh, I know that the DM engine engine is the main gotcha. thing mentioned. And now I see uh, ye shall be as gods from Xenogears, Xenosaga, and hinted at in Xenoblade X. I have a question a, about the hint of that part. You're talking about the password that matches. Yes. Yeah, that Alpha like enters at the beginning. Yeah, I think so. Did that? I'm not sure. Conjecture, how much. but I yeah, mean, it's, sure. It's why just not, it's I mean. reused. That one's a stretch. It, it's it's like a widely accepted stretch. It's a head but, Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad head cannon, but it feels like a head cannon. Oh, it definitely does. Okay. Oh. But you know. It's just things we're all just noticing. Oh, we saw that happen in this game. Oh, we saw this one happen in this one. Oh, it happened in this one, too. Okay. Hey, uh, there cute. is sometimes word of creator is as good as any fan yep. fiction in my opinion. As we opinion, mentioned so. in the beginning, this is a good chunk of this is pure speculation. So. And sometimes the fan fiction is actually better. Wait, a good chunk of this is, is pure as what? No, pure conjecture. Is pure as conjecture, Spe- not speculation. pure conjecture. Ah, huh. it's, it's okay. Oh, oh! See, I, th- I thought you were saying no. I'll let Wording. you retroactively re-describe your intentions there. Wording. It's all right. <laughs> so, so the, the next Phrasing. one, uh, anima relics and vessels of anima. We kind of covered this one with the other. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we did. We can't skip that. Yeah, we did talk about how literally these things are powering mechs and shit, and you guys did discuss, you know, other other things regarding it. I, I think I don't know. I'm 78. I can't remember anymore. Um, we got it. We got it. The, the fog beast encounter effect. I'm sorry. The fog beast counter effect <laughs> being similar to the Hilbert effect. I mean, isn't that every Monado power though? Like, oh, we can't harm these things. Monado power. Now we can harm yeah, these Monado. things. It is. Uh, yeah, like Monado purge. Well, some of them are those things can harm us. Now they can't. Uh, the, the Fog Beast stuff in Future Connected is similar to Gnosis, but it's, uh... uh Itakashi likes to have foreign enemies kind of feel like... Uh, like you're, there's something about them you're helpless to. So a lot of it mm-hmm. probably comes from that sort of design concept. 
I kind of understand the whole thing of having an enemy that is like, it seems impossible for normal people to interact with until you have like the hero that has a particular MacGuffin that allows you to interact with that in a meaningful way. So that I can see on that level for sure. Uh, and that, I mean, that's prevalent throughout all of this in a way, but maybe not Xenoblade X, but. Following those undamageable enemies, their theme of people being turned into monsters of some sort is a returning theme. Wells and Gears, Gnosis and Xenosaga, Face Mechon slash Telethia uh, uh, slash uh, Possessed of Fog King creatures slash Flesh Eaters and Xenoblade 2 slash Infected Realians. And... Yeah. Uh... Yeah. You are too. I like how you have to you have to specifically say the ones with the blades. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that the flesh eaters. Yeah, because it was so okay. in this category. I meant to look up their names earlier, and I forgot to finish doing that. But um, it was the which I didn't write this by the way, just to say I didn't write this part. But I know the name started with an A. <laughs> also, uh, then there's the. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I'm, I was about to change something. Uh, I was just so. going to say, in fact, you are TVs, but yeah, I know. But yeah, that, that's, it. that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then there was the 2001 A Space Odyssey planet camera shot. I was going to argue that was a lot of parts. I mean, that's the point. It's, it's like in several games. Reoccurring Cin- uh, homage. Mm-hmm. Like, cinematography is kind of hard to... Um... Yeah, it's kind of kind of hard to pinpoint everything that it's like. Oh, I was inspired by the cinematography. It's literally just the fucking way you hold the camera. No, it, the, the camera shot is like exactly the same. I would, yeah, yeah I would. Actually, one of my biggest complaints about the first Dino Saga is that it's uh, definitive evidence that Tetsuya Takahashi is most certainly not Stanley Kubrick. Uh, How dare even you. if he tries. Uh, the planet alignment yep. plan we often see. Xenogear slash Xenosaga in particular uh, had also a ring around the planet which seemed to be present in Xenoblade 1 and 2 planet. Before it was wiped slash changed by the, the quote Zohar reaction. Uh, Xenoblade X has a plan in the opening that is plan or, or pan? Uh, planet is... alignment I assume it's short. Oh, okay. Uh, opening yeah. that, that makes me think of this too, but there isn't a ring around Earth on this one. Yeah, I was the one who wrote this. Sorry if it's a bit. Uh, <laughs> it's just basically, um, yeah. It's just I saw, I saw something mentioning the Xenogears Gears opening at some point, and not Zero Gears, Zero Blade X opening, and then I saw that plan, and then it reminded me of like this particular type of plan, kind of coming back and then it, I got reminded of like the the ring kind of returning a bit in some sort of shape like the you have a ring around planet zero years but then at the end of zero saga tree you kind of see a bit of that ring around the planet in the distance and zero blade one and two whenever you see the old planet of before it everything got kind of warped around with the the solar like thing <laughs> Conjury. Um, oh, like there was this ring of um, that seemed like more a satellite type station ring all around the planet type thing, it feels like. But 
it, it was still kind of like Kansada was returning, so I thought it would be good to mention it. But then, in the case of Zillblade X, it was more like you had this similar plan that also appears in Zillblade X Saga, where you kind of align with the the moon and the planet and stuff, and you have the light and the of the sun and distance type thing in the opening. So yeah, I I was just making reference to that mostly. I can see where that would kind of connect on the uh, like uh, the the Xenoblade thing, where you just basically walk through a. It's like oh, at the end of the game, oh here's this planet, oh here's this planet, here's this planet. Yeah, that kind of connecting on that level. I don't think they're necessarily the same planets, but like they they do bring no. back some similar similar things. And the ring is one thing that comes back pretty often around the planet. I'll kind of file that. Un- I'll file that under the environmental similarities yeah yeah i guess i guess it it, it could have been there it's just i kind of yeah, my it, mind just went like haywire when i wrote this point because <laughs> there was a few things well, I no mentioned. no you're not wrong <laughs> like there is a whole there uh, there are multiple in like instances of it's kind of environmental like a, and concept at the same time it's kind of a mix of both but yeah yeah they'll have like a camera shot that makes it look like certain planets are aligned in a way mm-hmm. so then the next one is 500 years is the go-to time gap. Yeah, it's just used really often. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like his basis for like, I guess any longer or any shorter is like not, uh, doesn't really work with his, the way he structures his stories. It's kind of what sometimes I was getting Sometimes 100 years is just a little too short. It's like, no, you might have still, you might still have ancestors that remember that. I mean, yeah, I'm almost 100 years old, so I'm turning <laughs> yeah. 79 in I January. Mean, I'm going to use that excuse for everything that I forget. That you're turning 79? Pretty soon. Yes, exactly. Hey, you got it right. Come on, there's people that have met me from my server. They, they know. Uh, I'm not doubting you at all. I just, Who would lie about the age if... on the internet? It's still a good excuse, regardless of if it's true or not, is all I'm saying. So, um, uh, the Reclaimers were called Testament in the Japanese version of Xenoblade X. Yes, I actually still think of them as Testament when I think of Reclaimer. <laughs> yeah, that was a localization thing. And I remember uh, there's people, because you always have people who complain about localizations. I remember there was quite a few people who were pissed about this. Yeah, I was upset because I was thinking about making an albedo and making the and coming into testaments. No, you you still could have. Uh, no, no, I can't now. How no. dare you say okay, that? Okay, sorry, sorry, you're right. It's okay. There's a godforsaken sky, Utopia. <laughs> uh, Elysium, Solaris, and Shavit. Uh. Uh, Ren- uh, Renaissance, uh, Chateau. Ren the Chateau. Ren the Chateau, yeah. That's just another environmental one, basically. It's just like, hey, there seems to be a theme of how many of these things is like, oh, they're so great, and then you get up there and they're like, oh, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this place fucking sucks, man. What the fuck is this? Did they ever say Renly Chateau is a great, wonderful place, or did they just say it's a thing and it's flying? No, but but Margulis is like, this is the sacred land, and I'm like, that's good enough for Uh, me. See, I heard it was sacred, and I'm like, that place is gonna suck. 
He didn't ever say it was a shithole directly. No, but I said, mean, he, he likes a real old religion. If it's a sacred place in a real old religion, it's going to be hey, old and shitty. You know what? It's real. Im- the point is, it's real important to a lot of people. And like the on the same note, like Solaris and Elysium were like so fucking mystical and legendary that it was like, oh, maybe we. That's like a hopeful, if we're lucky, ever wish to get there kind of yeah. place, is all I'm saying. Look, man, all I know is that if I existed in the Xenocycle world, I'd be Team Argulus, man. Um, I'm Team Heinlein. It's Heinlein's Wilhelm. And Wilhelm was right. <laughs> I mean, at least you got some shit to go on. So, uh, High Entian versus Solarian Classism and Love of Flying Cities. That's a fucking Star Wars thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And there's the ending of Xenoblade 2 being the same freaking thing as the way it's written, not me. We're almost at Xenosaga 1. Replace the Elsa with Azurda, and there you have Xenosaga. I like how that's, that's the only difference. Like, every other character was the same. The only problem Dude. was Elsa versus Azurda. Yes. Wait, wait, you mean you didn't have, like, Cosmos on top of Azurda? Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude, they literally, them, like, in the ocean, the fucking sunset looks exactly the same. They literally made it look the same. They even yeah, had two characters appear. The two characters that stood behind appear, which wasn't even the original ending of that game. They, like, changed it, to, and they made it look more like the side. It's great. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. That's, and that's, that's why, why Zeno is like bad. Trump. You love Zeno because I, I eat, it's bad. I eat yeah. garbage. Garbage is good. I eat garbage. That, that's Nick. <laughs> I eat garbage. Then, then the last one is Nano Machine Sun. Elmerala, <laughs> the Cloud Sea, Realians, which is iffy, but you can actually still use Xenosaga. We'll get to that in a second. And Environmental Bugs. Xenosaga, uh, a lot of the basic things that you do that are, come off as magic are typically nanomachines. Nanomachines are just future magic. Yeah, like, yeah. Nanomachines are an easy way to explain I was mechanics. just going to say yeah, that. Like it's terraforming often... planets. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's pretty way harmless. Out. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like harmless you, though. Like, we brought up Warcraft earlier, so I'm just going to mention that everything in Starcraft is fucking space magic. So Yeah, yeah. Alright, so I guess we're getting to the next section on game mechanics. Enemies that you can't damage by normal means. Oh, we kind of touched on that already. Face Mechon yeah. and the fucking... I mean, you, could, you could just beat the shit out of Gnosis, though. You didn't need to use a mechanic. Um, uh, it's just basically like, oh, well, the whole effect already happened. Damage them, though. Because you have to do a stealth section first. Oh, God, it. you're right. That's I forgot about stupid that. goddamn, you have to play tag with the people, and then you have to run around. And you have to run at the speed of a turtle. Away from the <laughs> by, by the way, you know the, the girls that you use on the projector to distract the Gnosis, which I can't believe that yeah, works, by the way. Did you know in the Japanese version they're called the Spice Girls? Are you no kidding way. me? Oh, my oh, God. Really? Yeah, I thought that was supposed to be the Seraphim that's what, sisters. That's, the that's, that's English. Change. Wow, that's English. I never knew that. That's amazing. No, <laughs> that's a confirmed JoJo reference. Excuse you. She was spicy. Except for it's actually okay. Now I need. Now I need it. If fan art of Captain Mad who's going to see the Spice Girls. <laughs> well, see, now I'm upset because I could have just gotten a Spice Girl shirt for my very lazy Matthews cosplay. <laughs> 
So we'll get to the next one right away. So um, in Gear Saga Blade X, you can in and out of a robot mid-battle. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, again, I, it's another one I forgot. I forgot that you can get out of your mech in Xenosaga 1. I was like, wait a minute, that's not true. No, no. Yeah, really. you can get out if you want to get fucked, basically. In Xenosaga 1? I don't know. Those... No, no, no. In, in Xenoblade. Or in Xenogears, sorry, shit. Yeah, okay, because in Saga 1, if you're in your robot, you're going to get fucked. <laughs> no, in Saga what? 1, those, those are only really good for speedruns. No, yeah, it's like in Saga One. If you get into a robot, you're yeah. you're fucked there. But or you spent too much money on something that's not that good. Um, then there's boost. Boost is in Xenogears and Saga, but acts slightly differently. Uh, break status. Break is a status effect in both Saga and Blade. I believe break is only in three, right? Yes. Uh, Was I it in two? So. No, I don't remember no, too I think well enough. Actually, yes, I think oh, it was not two. Break it just two. was really hard to do. Yeah, oh, break. break is in two. Yeah, yeah, two didn't have the yeah. bar. Like, yeah, I'm thinking of three. Three has like a like a fighting game as stun bar. Yeah, two. You had a different. Yeah, two is like you can combo. Or... Yeah, you do the zone it's like break. Like low, with, mid, with or high too. break. Yeah, yeah, two. You had two to hit like their weakness multiple physics. times. Yeah, where low break was essentially the nut shot. Um, so, uh, Xenoblade X, uh, Max use fuel for moving slash attacking in Xenogears, like in Xenogears slash the Xenosaga 3. Though in Saga 3, no, they, like... Saga 3 was more, um... No, 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 so, Saga 3, each turn your fuel yeah. basically refreshed, re- refresh, yeah. but you've got, you've got fuel to mm-hmm. use per attack, like, you could use multiple attacks in yeah, a turn. it's based on that, yeah, how much it uses. Uh, mm. charging mechs happen in some way, in every game featuring mechs, that you make that you made that sound like in every game, as in every game ever created. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I feel like yes. charging is vague enough that probably. Wait, come on! Have you played Chibi? No, yeah, of I haven't. Of course, it does. You always, you always charge yeah. your mech. Uh, Nagi can perform Blossom Dance. That is a Xenoblade cross reference. You mean a Xenoblade 1 reference in Xenoblade? Yes, yes sorry, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Phil, Full Metal Jaguar can learn to stream edge. Yeah, if you have that class, above, you can what? learn to stream edge art. Oh, yeah, 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 the class can learn that art. That that seemed like a completely incomprehensible mess unless you know what the game is. <laughs> now, but, yes. now we're at the last section. Yep. Oh, <laughs> the first one, oh, it's called Accessory Slash Others Refs. Yeah, because one, it started with accessories. <laughs> listen, I just want to say that we really tried to organize this. It was actually really it was hard. A mess. <laughs> well, the, the first one here... I just is, want to say that normally we don't read the docs verbatim. <laughs> the, the first one here is the Sword of Legendariness, which I actually, I actually really like that reference. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. very good cute for a side It was very cute, yeah. There's a side quest in Xenoblade Cross where to help out the Nopon you have to find the Sword of Not Legendariness. Um, so I forgot to list this one, but I actually just kind of want to mention it if we got a chance here. What's that? You guys good for that? So, um, there is a quest, side quest related to the Definians, and it features a, like, 
I forget what they ex- actually call it, but it's like a mother computer type thing. Mother. That, yeah, that guides the Definians, that which are the shape-shifting people in the shape-shifting alien people in Xenoblade Chronicles X. And that particular computer, one, like, likes to boss you around, but two, it looks like a orb with screens, like holographic screens floating around it, which I feel like is uh, a reference to the the Gazel slash Gazelle ministry, however you want to pronounce that. Um, it just, like, that's the closest thing I can think of that looks like that. And I, I just now thought to mention that. That's fine. But yeah. Also, the Sword of Legendariness looks like a tiny version of the Monado. Yeah, that's, that's the most obvious part of the joke. It looks like a, it looks like a Monado if you are like a, like a three foot five mediocre cosplayer. <laughs> three foot five mediocre yep. cosplayers are generally called children on Halloween. You know what? I'm going to make one argument to that. Children don't sew quite that well, usually. Mediocre. Like, when I was a kid, I was the Grim Reaper, and I looked fucking sick. Okay? <laughs> it was great. They don't make cosplays like they do in 1950. Well, I was going to say, it was probably easier to scare people back then. Oh, yeah, people were terrified of uh, Dracula when that first came out in 1931, and it's really, it's so, so fucking tame. It, 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 especially compared to what we have now, like... Uh, you know, uh, wait wait until you guys see Jaws or some shit. You know, it starts to ramp up from there. It just gets weirder until you get to, like, Friday the 13th, where the, the joke is literally how violent it is. I mean, I grew up in the 90s, and Jaws was still pretty scary back at it, that it's time. It's pretty intense, uh, you know, but it, at the end of the day, it's a fucking shark. Yeah. Sharks are cool, man. <laughs> yes, they are. They are. Speaking of Queenie speaking of the Monado... Yeah. We have Lynn's Monado hair clips. Yeah, they're super cute. <laughs> yeah, but that was kind of a tease, though, because, like, she's got those hair clips and it's, like, never mentioned at all. It's just yeah, a little. It's literally just a little. What, what, yeah. what would they say yeah. about it? Yeah, it's a, it's a reference still. So, you know. Still, it's just kind of like, okay. <laughs> I felt that with, of all the series, uh, Xenoblade Cross had the most references that were just references it was just hey remember this cool it's here and that's <laughs> it well the life hold has is like a similar concept to like the origin of humans on in xena years mm-hmm. planet mm-hmm. so that's like a more than just a it's like a nice concept like idea well i call it nice but it, you know you know what i mean <laughs> um, yes so xenoblade 2 to xena gears reference this this is not my wording, so be careful. I wouldn't. I I don't dare use the word subtle most of the time. So one of one more subtle ref that was pointed out before was how one of the battle screen with, with the fight of Zeke and Pandora was was the same as uh, Xenogears glass shattering. Uh, that's Pandora. <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> I did oh, a typo written, there. It's, I'm it's sorry. Pandora. I, <laughs> no, it's written Pandora, but I was like, that's supposed to be Pandora. I just want to point out. Yeah, yeah I, I did a typo there. I'm sorry. Now I have I have so a theory it, that I can't completely confirm because mm-hmm. I I've never really asked anyone about this like at the company or anything, and I feel like they wouldn't directly know. I think Zeke's war of Final Fantasy reference. Oh really? 
he feels like a cloud reference. He's like a parody of Cloud and Nomura. Because he has, if, if you know, Nomura drew Zeke, you would call him the most stereotypical fucking Nomura design of all time. I can now, see that. The giant sword really sells belts. it. belts. He's got belts everywhere. Black, edgy yeah. black jacket. Because there are but then he, characters but that are drawn his, by Nomura in the game. Right. Which makes which also fuels the idea that maybe it was like a wink and nod. It was like, hey, we're just going to make this. just because We're going to make him like this and it'd be funny. But the other thing is the glass shattering is like a sort of a cliche RPG thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it and, is. And the other thing is uh, his ultimate attack where he like jump, le- le- leaps into the air and does like a slash downward. Literally just like the end of the Omni Slash. <laughs> yeah, it does. You, you do have a point there. Also, but in the case of the glass shattering, it was the only fight in Zoneblade 2 that kind of had this. And because he had the eye patch and stuff, that's why a lot of people, I think think it's yeah, kind I of mean, a reference to it, part. It, it, maybe well, it could have been kept in mind, who knows. You but would have to there's one the more thing screens. that feels very cloud. Yeah. There's one more thing that, that feels very cloud is that every time you end the battle and Zeke is in your party, he literally does a twirl with his big ass sword and puts it behind him. It's the exact same animation. <laughs> so he has all these things that are like, this is Super Nomura and it's very FF7. It's like, we're just, oh, I just... This is all. That's a lot of coincidences. It's very strange. But that's maybe it's just me. I don't know. I've never seen anyone else bring that up. I can see it. Yeah, um, I've just seen a few fans bring it up, and I remembered it. I was like, yeah, that's true. That was kind of a reference. I think that I saw somebody try to take so. a screenshot of Zeke in front of the um, the Moradain Palace, and they kind of framed it like the FF Seven cover. Oh my god. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> wow. Now I see uh, enemy similarities throughout the series. Some Gnosis bear similar shapes to Metcon, seen with X enemies, especially Chimeras. Uh, especially Chimeras are similar to Gnosis. There are a lot of abominations throughout Xenogears that look like Gnosis. Wells, corrupted realities, etc. Which I think just, again, falls in the category of one artist will produce work that kind of looks similar to other artists. Or to this themselves, not other artists. Just them. <laughs> yeah. That is a beautiful oh, image. I, I knew I saw uh, that somewhere. <laughs> system damaged! Shutting down functions! Ladies and gentlemen, some, some explaining to do. Now, Nick has some memory issues. He won't be here with us anymore. Hopefully he will recover what he's recorded. If not... You have already realized that this is a very different episode from what we've actually been hearing. So we're going to finish this list. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so the next one was, um, uh, in Xenoblade X, there is a Collectopedia item that's a totem of two robots fighting. It's a Xenoblade 1 reference, if you can tell. Uh, nobody has anything to say about that? No, no, I mean, I think there's it's not really much to say yeah. about it. It's like, there's an item. It's a reference. Clap. Here's a figurine. A there you yeah. go. Uh, yeah, uh, Mia will say, sorry, you're not really feeling it at the end of battle sometimes if you have the Adam Howdam cross voice in reference to Shulk's really feeling it. Zeke also states that he too is really feeling it. I hate this meme, by the way. Yeah, it. but it is there. You're not, I'm sorry, you're not really feeling the meme. I'm really feeling it! I feel like Smash really it, made it I think, worse. Yeah, I think um, one of the voices 
says something. One of the cross voices says, I'm really feeling it. And then he questions why he said it. <laughs> I, I don't remember which one it was anymore. Possibly. Um, but I, I did remember the bit with Mia. Yeah. Tatsu references to refers to the humans as hum-hum friends. When, he, when called out on this, Tatsu says he has no idea and winks at the camera. It was at the end of one of the last missions where he refers to everybody as his hom hom friend, and then Lin goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> and the very last one I see here. Poppy Cutie... Uh, is it, oh god, yeah, I forgot this is her fucking name. Yep. Poppy Cutie Pie's nano-orange color scheme is similar to Emerald's color scheme. Which also I was going to add that I just realized, or forgot to add, but Poppy Cutie Pie's like the 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 quest to like get her. It it kind of felt reminiscent to getting the grown up Emeralda and Zenogears. Forgot to mention that. Yeah, that she wanted to grow up to. Well, actually, with uh, Poppy Q or Poppy, she she wanted. She actually didn't really say anything. Uh, Tora was like, "I want her to grow up alongside me." So she needs to be an adult. Whereas Emeralda's just like, I don't want to be a burden anymore, so I'm going to be an adult now. Uh, Difference in should, agency. should probably also mention that Mia has Mia's uh, color scheme in one of her alternate uh, outfits. Oh, oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Reference. So, okay, go ahead and mention that. So, I think yeah. we made it to the end. We did it. We did it. it oh boy. took us Woo. over three hours. After being away from Xeno for so long and having it completely out of my mind, <laughs> man, I, I feel like I did a shit job. Oh, well, okay, well, 20, 22 of those out, uh, minutes are wrestling. So, so a little over three hours <laughs> yeah. then, we could say that. Okay, I may or may not turn this into a two-parter. I will find out during the editing process. Sounds nice. good. Uh, that's uh, that's it. The end of the episode. Thanks for everybody for sticking around. Uh, this, I wow, we it was a wild a ride. Yes, it, it was, was a wild ride. I, I think it's getting late and we're stuttering a bit. <laughs> was a mistake. Just, just to keep the audience in the know, uh, well, at least Eastern time, it's almost midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been re- well, we started recording about eight, but there's going to be a lot of this that's going to be cut. So you guys will have to, unless I throw it into the... Bloopers! Bloopers! Oh, uh, brain fart. Um, <laughs> bloopers! <laughs> Okay. This this is the part where you ask us about our social media and then say having a yes. or something. Oh yep. right. Um, well, since you brought it up, pure. Would you? Is there anything you'd like to share at the moment? You can follow me at Burning Ages. If you listen to me on previous episodes, you know I'm working on some stuff. I know it's taking a while. Uh, the world has been melting, so it happens, but it'll come eventually. So you can just follow me at Burning Ages on Twitter. And You'll stay updated. That's all I gotta say. Alright. Um, how about you, Justin? I really don't have too 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 much. Um sometimes I come up on retro roulette streams and really 
I am working on two reviews. There's been one I've been kind of um, falling behind on, and then another game that I'm reviewing now. I uh, I got the new Umihara Kawase game, so I'm going to be reviewing that and hopefully getting that out very soon. So yeah, hopefully that'll be out by the time this episode is up. Nice. Otherwise, that's about it. All right. Uh, how about you, Mary? I don't have much, considering uh, all cons are cancelled, but I am doing some like upgrades, multiple upgrades to my cosplay room, and it's it's gonna turn out really great. And aside from that, uh, I'm mostly playing video games, and I'm currently in the Trail series, and I really, really love it so far. Pretty much it. Okay. Um, Brielle. I don't really have that much to say um, either. Um, I guess uh, you can feel free to follow me at QB Draws on Twitter. That's really about it. I'm taking a break from social media, actually. So that's the only place I'm posting. Okay. All right. Um, how about you, Robin? Uh, you can follow me at nihilism bot one word and the o is a zero. Also, there's a nihilism like hyphen bot. That's not me. That's an artist. They're pretty talented, but they're not me. Uh, so don't ask them weird questions about dicks, and they'll be confused. <laughs> bot, you are a talented artist. You are uh, compliments. My weakness. <laughs> Alright, and then, and then Nick, we, uh... Anything you want us to repeat for you? <laughs> you you can type, you can... Oh, okay, I guess. Nick sometimes posts stuff on Twitter at, at Nickelberg. Don't follow him. Don't follow him. <laughs> um, alright, um... As for me, I've been working a lot of overtime this week, so I'm kind of slacking on a lot of stuff. I hear that. So, I haven't really been doing anything too creative. Um, but anyway, as far as future episodes go, um, I don't know what's next. I don't think we've really decided. The holiday special? What? The holiday special, I guess. Yes, yes, please send us your fan fictions. Yes, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, we are doing a holiday uh, special where we will read on on a future episode any fan fiction you send us. Well, not any. Please don't send us anything that's uh, insensitive to any groups of people or anything like that. But uh, yeah, just... um, What what if it's insensitive to Xeno fans? That's fine. That's fine. Okay. We're not we're not a protected group. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and uh, word limit is seven thousand words. Um, and yeah, just send it to. If you go over by a bit, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, no worries. So yeah, and don't worry if it's bad. We encourage and love bad fan fiction here. Um, <laughs> Indeed, we do. <laughs> so, uh, the worse, the better. If if you want to just get blackout drunk and then slam your face into the keyboard and send us the result, that counts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just send your yeah, send it to Zeno Chat Podcast 
at gmail.com. And now that I'm saying this, I have no idea if I'm going to have this episode up in time, so we'll we'll see, but I hope so. Um, but yeah, um, thank you again for everybody. Uh, also, uh, I thank you guys for joining me, uh, along with thank uh, Owen, Chris, and Feeney for uh, helping us with this doc. Uh, and thank you, Mar- Mary and Nick and everybody else to help organize the doc. I uh, This was a huge undertaking, and I'm glad you were all here to help me out with it. Yeah, we took a, a lot of time today to just go through the doc, had stuff that had not been mentioned, and try our best to separate it in categories because at first it was just a huge blob of text that was unreadable so <laughs> we just tried to, to make it a bit more organized so that we could see it a bit better as we went all right well have a good night everybody take care bye see ya take it easy later folks I need another drink on that note, so, um, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> well, on that, That's... if you're gonna go get a drink, I'm just gonna go share a fun document. With, no, luckily with I your... brought them in the same room oh, as okay. me. Nice. I'm still gonna share a fun document. If this thing will stop telling me that I'm signed in as an account that I'm not signed oh, in shit, as... Oh shit, my alarm's going off. Well, speaking of yes, like, but it, but also how I scary ships can be, I remember I said how I didn't like Xion and Alan together and then like two years later someone replied on that tweet i like, remember no. that that was recent it was too. like wait it's like okay nobody fucking asked you it's like two three years later what? that's cool <laughs> Ship works for no joke oh my god what you posted that that was if you heard the sigh, that, that was, was me. You. Sorry. <laughs> yes. He went green at the same time. <laughs> that was just the sound of his soul dying. Don't don't worry. <laughs> All my favorite Xeno ships are the really toxic ones. Yes. <laughs> like Fandom and Shasan. Ah, oh, shit. That that's that's a good one. Anyways, sh- shall we move on? Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Right. Never. We still have quite a bit. Daddy! Daddy's calling for me! I just realized how much yeah. we, we've mentioned Star Wars and, and George Lucas and, and, and shit like that, and I'm, I just realized I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. Oh! oh. <laughs> let, me, let me post it. It's a cool shirt. Let me, let me actually. I'm not even like a huge Star Wars fan, <laughs> but it's a cool shirt. I mean, let me post this shit. I mean, I like some Star Wars, alright. I have been known to wear a Star Wars shirt now and then.
I don't think I have a Star Wars shirt, but I I, I like the series all right. It's pretty pretty I think okay. I have, I'd wear a Mandalorian Four, shirt. One of them is only for it. sleeping. It's another one of those things that's kind of total trash, but I like this, it. This is the shirt I'm wearing right here. I only like C-3PO. That is a nice shirt. Oh, hey, that's, pretty, that's a cool one. That's, that's pretty, pretty nice. Cool. I like the almost comic-esque layout. I, I think I would wear one. one with all... I would wear one with all the cute robots. <laughs> I actually like, have one, a white one, that uh, it's all uh, it's like Star Wars manga panels. Huh. Yeah, I actually have a picture right here. I forgot to take a picture of it, too. Oh, nice. That, that one, that one really I liked nice. a lot. That is really cool. Nice. Alright. Oh, oh, Jesus oh, Christ, oh. what the fuck? I thought that was me Tyler? for a second, but it was, it was just Tyler. <laughs> Tyler exploded. <laughs> Tyler! I shouldn't have mentioned Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> the curse! <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, like, got zapped <laughs> with the phase transition cannon all of a sudden. Tyler. Oh, okay. Are you back for real rules? Sorry. I, I dropped. Yeah, uh, yeah, you dropped it, very it, dramatically. It, it like you, yeah, when he dropped, it made the sound like 100 times. It's crazy. Oh, wait. You did? I didn't <laughs> notice. Okay. Okay. Well, double check and try to say that, because, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's try to move Sounds along. good. I, I can I can feel Tyler just sweating. He's got to shit. He's just like, you know, for those of you listening at home, Nick's recording just cut out on him due to memory issues. Tyler, I can, I can feel he doesn't have to say anything. I already, I've, I've been there. They're trying to put together this audio. Daddy? Daddy?